Welcome, everybody. Sixth official Greyhound Time podcast. I'm Armand Saraji. And I'm Jimmy Malone. And today we are going to be wrapping up fall sports for the 2019-2020 school year. Though fall sports are not completely over, some of them are. And we're going to be talking about those that are and those that aren't and give you a little lead into winter sports. A little update on where all the teams are at as they enter the end of their season. So, yeah. Um, But first, before we start, we'd like to give a quick couple of thank yous and shout outs. Um, First shout out goes to Nerd is the New Cool Podcast. Yeah. If you know Mr. Hildebrand uh, and you've worked with him, you know that he's a great guy, great teacher. And he has a podcast on top of that where him and uh, another teacher, not at this school, but another teacher, um, they talk about all different types of things. So if you're interested, give that a listen. Great podcast. Talk about Great a podcast. lot of like, you know, like movies, uh, games, stuff like that. It's, all kinds it's of stuff. Definitely, definitely, definitely a thing to check out. Uh, available sure. on all platforms. So wherever you're listening to this, you can also listen to Nerds the New Cool Podcast. Um, other shout out we'd like to give. We'd like to give a really, really big shout out, really big thank you to Hunter Chestnut Perry. Um, if you don't know him, you he plays should. Basketball. You should. He goes to our school. Really nice guy. Great basketball player. Um, definitely gonna have him on the podcast. In the absolutely. And on top of that, he's a really good artist. Yeah, I've seen him draw in class. Just doodling is very good. So we reached out to him um, because we we were thinking of expanding this a little bit, getting some merch, getting some free giveaways on the Instagram. Be prepared for those. So we needed a logo. So we reached out to Hunter. Hunter gladly agreed, and um, it looks great. So we're very excited to, to get that out to you guys in the form of computer stickers, shirts, jackets, all that stuff. All that merch, and it's probably going to be, it's also going to be our logo uh, for a lot of the stuff on our social medias mm-hmm. and uh, like SoundCloud, Spotify, all that. So shout out Hunter. Thanks for the logo. Looks dope. Um. One last update, again for Ms. Dornfeld. If you have not gotten your winter eligibility cards and you want to play a winter sport, get your eligibility cards ASAP, no Rocky. Direct quote from Ms. Dornfeld. Or else you just can't play sports and then that's not fun. Exactly. So speaking of sports, let's talk about some fall sports. So we'd like to start off with um, some of the teams that we are very excited about and very um very pleased whether that be pleasantly surprised or we knew they were going to do well um so one of those teams is the softball team yeah shout out to the softball team didn't know uh exactly how many girls they were going to have out for the team if they were going to be able to play but what only one senior on the team so a really young team team ends up having one of the best years in recent memory. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, big shout-out to the softball team. Great season, and definitely going to be interesting to see what they do yeah. uh, as they go into the playoffs. Um, after their record last year that we did not speak very highly of in the first podcast, uh, they followed that up this year with an 11-11 record, um, hitting 500. Um, obviously a great bounce-back year. 
Um, and the good thing is you're not losing too many seniors. Really quickly, we'd like to give a quick shout-out to Grace Lai being the only senior on that softball team. Yeah, definitely leading the team this year. Absolutely. Uh, Great four senior, years on the team. Yeah, yep. Senior leadership. Very dedicated. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how the team does next year, especially now that uh, you know maybe they'll have some more girls coming out. But at the same time, all those girls over there this year who are juniors, sophomores, freshmen are going to be one year older, one year better. And so it's going to be interesting to see where that same team improves. From Absolutely. So, again, shout out Grace Lai. Great four years on the team. Uh, great season overall, really good way, I know, for her especially to um, to to move on from the team mm-hmm. um, after posting a 500 record, which is something that, honestly, not a lot of people expect it to happen. Yeah, no, they should definitely be proud of that outcome, and they should be excited to improve on that record for next year. For sure. Um, another team that we didn't speak very highly of in the preview but absolutely exceeded our expectations was the field hockey team 11 and 5 record um we've talked a lot about we've the talked field a lot about team. them yeah yeah because you know first first few podcasts were like i don't know about this team really bad record last year but they turned it around yeah for sure a, a whole lot uh so yeah definitely great season from them surprise season but you know, hopefully they can carry that into next year as well. Uh, they are losing a couple of seniors. Uh, uh, they're losing Jelani Christmas, Lee Levinson, and Kaylee Ross. Yeah, so, uh, you know, they're definitely going to need some uh, girls to step up in those positions. Mm-hmm. But they definitely got the talent uh, showing by their record. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you went to one of those games. What did you think of that team? I mean, I don't know a lot about field hockey, full disclosure, but... You could tell that they were pretty good. They were, they were better than their opponents. Yeah, I, I, I went to a game um, last year when they lost, when they had their losing season. Mm-hmm. And the first, I'd say like five minutes, they were down, I don't know, by like three three goals, like three nothing or something like that. Yeah. And from what I've seen this year, they've definitely turned it around. Uh, yeah. Not giving up as many goals, um, dominating their opponents offensively. So great, great job by that team. Absolutely. Um, moving on now to girls tennis. Um, they also had a slew of seniors this year. Um, team was led by Sarah Stemmler, Sanja Saw, Grace Snelling. Am I missing anyone? That's it. There's more. I think there, there's more seniors, but not. There's more seniors, but not. Okay. Um, so they also had, after last year, they had a rough year last year. Um, they really responded this year either posting a 500 record or they were a couple games above 500. Um, so With that new coach, too. That's with that big. new coach, expanding the team to 18 girls. So really good season from them. Um, you're losing a lot of key leadership in Sarah, Sonia, and, and Grace. So um, next year, really look for some of those girls to step up um, and and really take over as leaders of that team. Yeah, I see that team is really close. Like, you can tell that... You know, the seniors are really good friends with a lot of those underclassmen and the juniors. So I, I think that that leadership will definitely serve well for next year when they're not going to be there. Um, the incoming seniors for next year will really be able to take over uh, as leaders on that team. Yeah, And hopefully, sure. you know, build a tradition around uh, around leadership and having a you know good attitude while playing and Absolutely. build on that record. Uh, moving on now to girls golf. Great season from them. Really great season yeah, from them. Yeah, they've had they've had they've had some good years in the past few years, but this was yeah, a, this was especially exceptional. Good. Uh, led by coaches Ms. Schemberger, 
and no, Michelle. Michelle, Michelle, and Mr. Knight. Michelle and Mr. Knight. Um, they obviously had a pretty big impact on what uh, the girls' golf team did this year. Um, particularly good season from Ella Zimmerman, Sophie Thompson, and Reagan Wade. Um, I know they all golfed really well in the in their last their last outing. So, um, although you're losing Ella next year. Um, still look for Reagan and Sophie to to kind of step up. Yeah, Miss Shelley always puts together uh, a really nice team. Um, you can tell how passionate she is for golf. Uh, I, I know whenever I see her or whenever I've had a conversation uh, about the team, she's always um, very complimentary of the players and excited to improve. So yeah. they definitely got some uh, a great coach and Mr. Knight as well over there on the girls' golf team. For sure. Um, now on to girls' volleyball. Um, they have also they also have over a 500 record. Um, their season is not over yet, so still look for them to to do something come district time. Um, there's a bit of a story with the girls volleyball team. Um, there's rumors <laughs> of a little bit of tension among some of the girls on the team. Um, so that's definitely something you want to look out for. Yeah, we don't know a whole lot of details on that. We don't want to report on it if we don't yeah. know exactly what's going on. But I, th- I think they have had a little bit of issues um, with some of the relationships between the players. Uh, but players I know, and coaches. And I've coaches. Heard, yeah. But I know that um, you know some of the senior leaders and the coaches over there will try to resolve those come um, districts and state. So hopefully they can um, overcome that obstacle uh, on what has been a great season from the team. Yeah, for sure. So, again, look for them during district time to, to maybe do something, um, something maybe we don't expect. Mm-hmm. So Maybe this will give them a little extra motivation, you know, yeah, prove absolutely. people wrong. Absolutely. Um, now moving on to cross country, boys cross country and girls cross country. Um, both had great years, um, again, led by some of those names that you know, George Gelzer, Ruthie Pearson, Sal Pinnells, and uh, people like that. Yeah, one uh, big blow to that team has been uh, Emilio uh, not being able to play. He had a stress fracture at the beginning of the year, um, thought he could come back for a race, raced, and um, just ended up re-injuring it. So uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to uh, participate in um, the state tournament, but uh, a state race. But uh, he should uh, be back um, for track season. But still, it's going to be difficult um, for the team to overcome that, as he's one. He was one of the top three runners. So, but uh, hopefully, they got they got a lot of depth on that team. So um, Sal, who we had on a few weeks ago, he's the mm-hmm. number seven guy on the team. Um, which is really deep team, so it should yeah. be should be all right. But you know, definitely a big blow. Absolutely. Um, some other fall sports we have: uh, boys swimming and diving. Um, again, like this is not a team that we really need to talk about. Um, they're gonna go out there every day. They're gonna swim well. They're gonna give their all. Um, and then coming out of it, you're gonna have a couple guys that are gonna maybe break some records. Probably go to the state competition. Um, specifically in Koji and Hutton. So, again, just kind of look for them to, to do what we expect them to do and what we know that they can do. And what we've seen them do in exactly. the past few years, you know. 
they've built that those that core of players in Koji and Hutton, um, they've they've really you know elevated the program uh, into something great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, girls, we kind of have to take a bit of a bit of the fault for this one. Um, girls, cheerleading is actually a false sport. We didn't cover it in we the fall sports preview. We did not cover preview. it. Miss Dornfeld, Dornfeld, she told us, that's our bad, that's on us. Girls cheerleading. Shout out Camille Reese. Uh, every football game, every pep rally, whatever event she's at. She's excited. She's bringing the energy. Absolutely. You know, everybody sees her, man. It just gets the crowd excited. So. Yeah, for sure. Shout out girls cheerleading. Absolutely. Again, sorry that we did not mention that in the fall sports preview. Um, but we will and the, not you know, make that mistake again. Best thing about girls cheerleading, though, it's going on all year. You Absolutely. So we'll talk about them. Games. Yeah, for sure. You see them, you know, we'll definitely, definitely be, be on the radar. Um, now on to boys football. Um, to say the least, it has been a disappointing season, mainly because in years past, you had had some struggles, and then last year, they post a 500 they record. They put it together last they year. They put it together, and you're thinking, okay, so they got some senior leadership now. Yeah, they lost a few guys, but more guys came back. Uh, there's more, more people on the team. They have more new guys. There's exactly. more people on the team. So you you got excited. You're like, okay, like they can do something now. They can put a whole team out there. You don't have to have people playing offense and defense all the time. Um, you have a quarterback in Ty Suker, who who led you to a lot of those wins last year. You have a running back in Jalen Williams, who's a powerhouse. You've got Ahmad Weston, who's going to fill in for, for Rob and Reese and James Glenn and Henry, Joe, and all those guys. And then they On just... defense, you got Leander. Leander, Nick Pompey Nick came Pompeian, in. Cooper Barnes came in. Miles, all these new guys that are in there. All these guys came in, and you're thinking they, they could do something this year. They were 500 last year, 5-5. Five and five. This year they could do something, and then it just didn't work just out didn't, like it that. It just didn't gel like that. You know, I think part of the problem. I think there, I think there's two big problems. First one is I think we're underestimating how valuable guys like Jeremiah Austin were, guys like Reese, Rob, Liam Simkis. Exactly. They had some some big guys, some great players on that team last year, who aren't back this year, and I. Uh, it seemed like they could replace a lot of that skill, but I, I just don't think it worked out. A lot of those guys went on to play at yeah, some college exactly. level. They got some guys back, but you're still trying to replace guys that are going to play collegiate football, which no matter what level that is, that is a difficult task to yeah. go continue and play in co- college. Um, like That's a different type of competition, and you have to be really good to even go D3 to play college football. So... A bit of a disappointing season, like we mentioned. However, it's not over. As we always say, the good thing about high school sports is there's always a postseason. So hopefully they can put some stuff together, um, maybe put together a few good drives that could lead to putting together, you know, a good quarter, then to a good game, and then to eventually they can they can maybe do something in districts. Yeah, and their goal definitely is to, um, you know, win districts, um, but... They're gonna have to start with um, just stringing together a few wins in that tournament. Yeah. I think if they can win the first one, maybe, and just keep building upon those wins, they could challenge for the district championship. Yeah. 
So it's and at be this point, it's going to be an uphill do. climb to do something yeah. in districts, and they know that, but they're ready for it too. Yeah, and you know, I think one of the one another um, interesting thing to talk about is um, last year that team won the first five games of the season. Yeah, and then they and then ended lost up going the next five, five and five. Yeah. exactly. So I don't know if some of that carried over from last year or or what, but. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Honestly, I, just have, I, I think feel they, like it's a completely different team that it, they have it, it this is, year. It is, but it's interesting to see that, that that kind of string of losing kind of carried over. Yeah. And I They won might, the first game of the season against yeah. Gateway, and then they, they, they've gotten shut, shut out a couple times. They've had a lot of points scored on them, specifically in the last, you know, four games. Um, yeah, so... It's, I, you just got to look for some, them to do something when it comes to districts. Because that's, at this point, the only thing you're looking for. Yeah, I think last year was those first five games really showed what the program could be. Yeah. But if you look at the years before that, the team really wasn't doing anything. Right. And I think that now with Coach Hudson, with Coach Barnes, Verby, all those guys, they're, gonna, they're, they're still trying to build that culture of winning football trying to bring in these guys who, like they did this year with Nick and Miles, it's like mm-hmm. big guys who could definitely be some great football players to start it when they're freshmen yeah. or, you know, just like build upon this team. Cause this is, this is kind of came all upon them at once with these new players. So de- once they get a few years with these guys, I think you could see improvements, but yeah. I think now it's just a little too early. They're still rebuilding. The interesting thing is actually that every sport that you look at, um, got this year, fall sports got better. Um, softball team got better. Uh, field hockey team got a lot better. Girls golf team, they got better as well. Every single team got better. But you saw that the boys football team, they went backwards a step. But the, but the thing that you mentioned that I thought was really important was that, yeah, they might have gone backwards a little bit, but it's still preparing the program for, for the future. So it's not... Like, it's not that they're trying to win this year necessarily. They know that it's a long process. If they can get some guys excited going out for football this year, when they get to become seniors, guys like Jalen Pearson, uh, once they get to become seniors, it could be a really, really good football team. Yeah, and they're going to lose a lot of seniors next year. But that's not necessarily a bad thing because they'll give the underclassmen an opportunity to play in-game and improve yeah for sure on what they've learned from those seniors for sure um so now moving on to boys soccer um this is another one of those teams that like you hate to say that they got worse because they're still still one of the probably best teams one of the, the best school. teams in the school yeah i'd say probably the best yeah i I, so, I could see it so it's a little bit difficult and it's a little unfair for us to say that they got worse Though their record is a little bit worse, um, there's it's yeah. still a great team with a lot of guys back there. They struggled in the past couple of games. Um, first, they they tied Waterloo in the in the CYC, CYC tournament. tournament. Then move on to the finals, and they lost to Waterloo in penalties. And we kind of talked about that how they didn't have two of their senior leaders and Andrew and Clark. And then they go to John Burroughs. John Burroughs' team is an amazing It's a good team. team. It's one of the best in the state for sure. And they play their hearts out, lose that game one nothing. And, you know, with that game, I believe that there was a play towards the end where a goal was disallowed, mm-hmm. where 
some of the players thought that the ball had crossed the line. Um, but the goalie ended up stopping it for Burroughs. So there were some guys that were very upset about that. Yeah, game. it could it could have it could end in a tie, but it just didn't go our way. It took the loss. So you have that game against against John Burroughs, lose that one nothing. Then you're thinking, okay, we can bounce back from this, no problem. That, that was definitely the hardest string of games that we've played. Absolutely. Two against Waterloo and Burroughs. So. Absolutely. But then you see that they they play Parkway West. Last Tuesday, or I guess this past Tuesday. And they lose that, or Monday, sorry. No. Monday, yeah. Or was it yesterday? No, it wasn't yesterday. It was Monday. It was Monday. Yeah, they Monday. Pl- okay, so they play on Monday. And then you're thinking, okay, they can put something together. They can bounce back from this. It's a really good team. Not too concerned about it. And then they lose that game one nothing, as well on a penalty uh, at the very beginning of the game. So it's... It's a little bit difficult to see um, a team that put together, I don't know, 13, 14 straight wins. One against Ledoux. One against Ledoux, some huge games, exactly. Against Ledoux, they played a couple of those teams early in the CYC tournament who are all also good teams. Um, it's a little bit difficult to see them having kind of a rough stretch right now. Um, but the good thing is that they are having this stretch now and not districts. And they've almost exactly. And they've by the way they played at the beginning of the season, they've almost secured their spot as one of the top seeds in the tournament. I think they did secure as the one seed. After, yeah. after they after beat Ledoux, they, Ledoux. It, they yeah. basically secured the one seed. So, I mean, obviously you don't want to go into the tournament with a string of losses. Right. But at the same time, you don't want to go in there, you know, the highest you've ever been. Yeah. With, you know, never losing a game. You want to have a little bit of adversity. They, so you can you know fight back from that, learn yeah. from it, and know when you get into a situation where maybe you give up a penalty, you're down in the game one nothing. You, what you do know I how do to respond that? exactly. Exactly. And you see the same. They say the same thing about you know March Madness and NCAA tournaments. You don't want to go into the NCAA tournament having lost like a game because right. then you don't know how to respond to it. You don't know how to change what you're doing to to. I mean, I, I know people said that you don't want to change your play style to fit how your opponent's playing because you're playing into their hands. But you also want to know that if you're defending the whole game and you get scored on, you can't keep defending. You have you to have go to and you have exactly. to try and get some chances. So I think it's good that they, they've gone down early in some games. They've gone down late in some games. So right now that they, they know what they have to do to respond, which is really important when it comes to district time because all those teams... Um, are playing a little bit differently in districts. It's a, it, there's a bit more of an edge to it when it's it's elimination like that. And I know that those guys on the team, you know, Rohan, Clark, Matheny, Dylan, these are guys that were some of the main players on that team from last year. Yeah, who went really far, one of the best records in Clayton history. They know how to play in districts, and they know what they need to do and they're not going to want to lose. They're going to have that mentality that this is our last chance. We've got to win. And, you know, that's that's what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, again, just really looking for them to do something in districts. Um, a lot of these teams, some of their seasons are over, um, but some are still going on. So for those of you that are done playing fall sports, congratulations on a great season. Um, and if you're still you're still going into your district season, then then keep pushing, keep fighting, because you know for some of these seniors it's their last time playing. So 
you want to play hard for yourselves and play hard for them. Yeah, um, definitely uh, going to be interesting to see how these teams do in districts. And if you're a, if you're a student not playing a sport right now or um, your sport's just ended, definitely pop out to these other teams' games. Um, I know Coach Hudson has been very encouraging um, of getting more students to come out to the games. So uh, definitely just come out, watch these games, give these teams your support, and cheer them on. It'll definitely help out all the teams. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so some other news um, regarding winter sports, regarding future podcast guests. Um, we have a couple leads right now on some alumni that we're trying to get. Um, so for this Friday, this next episode, we are going to be speaking with alumni Nick Almond and Liam Heisel. Liam played football, broke his collarbone a couple times, couldn't play football anymore, and he managed the basketball team. Uh, and he also played baseball his senior year. He was a starting second baseman. Um, and Nick, <laughs> Nick played JV soccer <laughs> his first two years. And then, um, then played varsity basketball for three years. And one of, well, he was one of the leaders on that team. Absolutely, the and team then, that went to the district championship, losing against Vashon. But yeah, and know, he was he was, was a big part come yeah, district time. One of the one of the main players, him and Ben Lidikin, two main players on that team. So you know, just to get everybody ready for fall or for winter sports, uh, gonna have some conversations uh, with those alum, uh, ask them how they're feeling about some teams from this year. Yeah. Ask them about you know what they thought about when they were playing. Um, what they've been how, doing how they've seen it's changed and yeah. stuff like that. Um, definitely but, excited to talk to those guys. But Nick, during during that kind of stretch of of districts, his senior year, Ben was definitely the more consistent. And Ben went on scorer. to play at Division One. He played, yeah, he's playing, playing at Miami, Miami, Ohio, right now. Yeah. So Ben was definitely the more consistent scorer throughout the season. But then Nick just got really hot yeah, Nick, at the end of the season. I mean, I think the last five games he put up like eighteen or nineteen mm-hmm. a game. And he was getting he was getting interest from um, some universities about playing uh, at the next level. Um, decided not to, but definitely could have. You know, he was he was on the same level as Ben uh, for some of that season, and definitely led that team to a lot of their wins. Yeah, absolutely. he was he he was more of that big guy, you know, getting the rebounds. Yeah, he kind of had a hard role because he was exactly. he was a little bit too small to be a big. He was a little bit too big but to was, be a guard. Exactly, but he was pushed into that role and he had to play, and he really he adapted. Took he learned of how to adapt because, yeah. I mean, he could shoot the ball really well. So if he was playing, he was playing the five most games, um, especially that year with with, with Nate Bingaman being hurt. Yeah. So. He'd come into the game. He'd be playing the five a lot of times. He'd have these big guys on him, and he knew that he wasn't going to make it inside, so he learned how to develop his jump shot, really learned how to how to adapt um, to the level that he was playing against, um, which is really important. So we're going to have them two on. Hopefully we can get some more alumni. Um, we're trying really, really hard to see if we can get Jarius Bird to come onto the podcast. If you don't know, Jarius Bird is the guy on the cover of the podcast. Yeah, probably probably the greatest. I'd say the Clayton greatest Clayton athlete, athlete to come time. through. Yeah. Played in the NFL a long time. Four-time pro bowler. Yeah, one of the one of the best one of the best athletes, you know, that's come through um, yeah. the city of St. Louis for sure. Absolutely. So we're trying to get him. If you have any means of contacting him, let us know. 
We're trying a couple different methods. They're not working out so well, so we're gonna keep trying to get that, that for you guys. Yeah, uh, that would be that's that'd be a like really awesome interview. interview right yeah, there. that'd be awesome. And you know, Coach Zucker in our last podcast had the greatest things to say about yeah. about Jerry's Bird, both as a person and as an athlete. So hopefully, we can get him. Um, and yeah, keep, yeah. If keep you liking the Instagram, like the Instagram. Uh, make sure to listen. Uh, if you know somebody episode. else that you want us to interview, let yeah, us know. Exactly. Just DM us. Uh, reply to our stories on Instagram. Uh, we always put whenever we post a new episode, it's always um, on our Instagram story, but it's also in the link uh, on our Instagram bio. So just check that out. And uh, we're going to be doing some giveaways soon. Yeah, uh, some giveaways soon. Um, stuff like, you know, if you leave a, uh, five star rate and, uh, review on, a, on the podcast on Apple, uh, be in the, in a drawing for, you know, some shirts, some stickers, some merch like that. So definitely be on the lookout for that. We'll just be posting those announcements on our Instagram. So thanks for the listen. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Go ahead time. <laughs>